What's good, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Playconomics Plus, where me and Bobby continue to break down the business behind our favorite video games and provide you with sweet, sweet, W Energy, sweet financial context for industry trends. Like I said, I'm one of your hosts, Matt Mascari, and joined with me today, as always, the W potentially drinking, the headphones wearing, the black t-shirt guy himself, Bobby Kowicki. What's going on, my guy? Matt, what's going on is I am in a spiraling death pit of emotion because, frankly speaking, um, I have nothing to play right now, and I'm in a little bit of this, like, odd circumstance where it's like, I, I don't know what to do. My, my life is a bit of a ramshackle mess at the moment. So do you know what I think you should do? Um, Take up knitting, I imagine. No. Instead of playing video games yourself, why don't you mm. hop on to our good friends at Twitch, YouTube Gaming, and Facebook Gaming and watch some people play video games. Find out what your next game is going to be by indulging in transition. your favorite Twitch streamers, Facebook Gaming streamers, and YouTube Gaming streamers and let us know what you're going to be playing next. But as I segue from our transition directly into our actual topic, we've gotten yeah <laughs> some wild Twitch and streaming related yeah, news. Tell them the what it's about. Week, in the last week. And what we wanted to start off, and on this channel, you both you know if you're a longtime listener that me and Bobby are both huge proponents of YouTube gaming being king at the end of the day eventually yeah eventually twitch will stop having the first one in principle applied to it and will also be the first one out uh besides facebook gaming obviously it's a good way How, to think about it yep however in our first article brought to you by adweek.com which honestly i need to filter where i'm getting these articles from a little more because adweek you said it that's my fault. That's my fault. However, I still like what this article had to say, and it brings up an important discussion. And in this article, they talk a lot about uh, Facebook gaming removing its um, iOS app. It had already removed the Android app, but it made a public announcement that we discussed on last week's episode of the podcast. So if you want more details on Facebook gaming taking its app away, go check out that episode. Link is in the description. However, with that app being gone... Facebook gaming is obviously going to maintain itself in the Facebook browser. But the most interesting part of this article is the breakdown of the second quarter of how many hours watched per site there was. And it's not the total. Yeah, it's not the total hours watched. It's the percentage of where did they watch those hours. So, for example, there's 100 okay. hours watched. Twitch has 76.7%. YouTube gaming has 15% and Facebook gaming has just about 8%. So as you can see, uh, and these stats are brought to you by Streamlabs. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, it's a quite reliable source. Yeah. 
Twitch is still everyone's streaming daddy. And it will be for the considerable future. But, as we've discussed on this podcast before, it's continuously shooting itself in the foot. Mm -hmm. And it does so in two ways. And the first being our first GameIndustries.biz article uh, brought to you by Jill Hirsch. And it is, new Twitch policy enables wider strategies for building your brand. So what Jill goes on to talk about in this article is that Twitch has released exclusivity for any of their non-signed partners. So obviously if you have Which a is Twitch... nuts. It's, it's absolutely nuts. Yeah. So if you have Twitch... Like if you are a someone signed directly to Twitch, you can't stream anywhere else still. But if you were just a, an affiliate... You can stream on whatever service you want to, which is previously unallowed. And the way that Jill shapes this article is that it's very good for streamers, and I agree, because of the negative downfalls of Twitch. We've talked about it often, that the lack of searchability and the lack of reusable content that you can put on Twitch is inevitably what YouTube offers, it's it just the fact that YouTube is, you know, the second largest search engine that there is. Yes. And because of that, all of these people are now allowed to stream on different platforms. And this isn't for the big streamers. The big streamers could decide they want to go on YouTube and their following will follow them. This is for the small to medium guys that run the risk of their followers not pulling with them over to YouTube. Mm -hmm. This gives them a gradual transition. This lets them grow a new, bring their community and grow it in a new place where they're not running the risk of completely abandoning their old community. So they're mm -hmm. basically not starting over. And it's offering them all of the same things that normal YouTube gaming is. The ability to make shorts, the ability to make YouTube videos, the ability to immediately post. It's really, really good for the streamer. However, they are now getting a taste of everything that Twitch is lacking. Yep. And I think that is a huge issue for Twitch. And, Bobby, thoughts on just the release of uh, the exclusivity? I think it's a desperate move by a company that is in its final days. That is my, you know, hot take, but at the same time, like why right like this isn't that big of a value add for anyone if you really think about it like youtube locks people down the main thing that youtube does over twitch is that there is no as far as we know one of the biggest boons of a lot of these creators getting signed to youtube was a lack of a quota for hours streamed it had nothing to do with being able to stream anywhere else, right? Obviously, YouTube's got the stability and all this kind of stuff mm -hmm. as well. But, like, other than this is what people have been asking for, why would Twitch do this? Like, that's what I'm trying to figure out here. Um, I think they're getting a lot of bad press. I think they're getting bad press for because, like, if you look at the watch hours, 75% of it roughly is on Twitch which would then lead me to believe that most of the streamers are on Twitch. And if they are unhappy 
they would rather you Twitch would rather you do both than be forced to abandon ship. Yeah, but then you lose ad rev. You lose ad like it doesn't make sense to me. Because every, if, if let's say I'm a streamer and I'm mm-hmm. locked into Twitch and I stream 10 hours on Twitch, but now my exclusivity deal is up and I've streamed eight hours on Twitch and two hours on YouTube gaming, that's two hours worth of ad rev that I no longer have as Twitch. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Other than red meat to appease because you can't overhaul your entire site for searchability. I don't think Twitch makes it through 2023. I don't. I know uh, that's a crazy statement, but this is such a brazen, off-the-cuff move by a company that is a market leader. It makes no sense. That, so this, let, this is like, I'm sorry to keep going, but like... No, no, go for it. Hey, you, you can now load iOS on your Samsung Galaxy. That's what, like, it makes no yep. sense. It makes no sense. I get where you're coming from. I think what, and this is where I'm hoping Twitch is coming from, because this is the like optimistic reason why they would let this happen, is that, for example, let's say I have a thousand followers on Twitch, and I generate a certain amount of ad revenue, and I'm assuming that the people that are purchasing the ads are purchasing, they're paying less money to run an ad on my $1,000 or 1,000 subscribers than they would to be on Ninja's stream. Correct? I don't know if that's quite how um, programmatic advertising so, works. It, it, it's, it's like let me the frame CPMs it a different are way. different based on niche, or at least that's how it works on YouTube. Let, let me frame it a different way then. The larger the audience that I draw, the better for Twitch, Correct. Correct. If I cannot take advantage of things that will clearly grow my channel on Twitch, but my main streaming source is Twitch currently, me getting the ability to go to a tool like TikTok, like YouTube, like Facebook gaming to grow my following... So that when I am on Twitch, I draw more people to Twitch. But this is what streamers have been doing for years. They've been cultivating their VODs and slicing up highlights and putting them on YouTube. So that's all good and well. They're just saying you can't stream, right? Because somebody watching a YouTube video while they're locked into exclusivity on Twitch doesn't hurt Twitch. You streaming on another platform actively hurts Twitch. True, but I I would argue that the value add of growing your community in multiple places will eventually come back to Twitch. For example, how if I have a thousand people following me, there are a thousand people dedicated to watching my stream ten hours a week. If I can go to YouTube Gaming, get people that I wasn't able to get on Twitch, and then bring back fifteen hundred people. But now it's only for eight hours. I would think that the fifteen hundred for eight hours is just as good. If YouTube if didn't have live streaming, or if YouTube was only like the issue is YouTube is a product that outperforms Twitch in terms of features. 
Because in doing what you're saying, Twitch runs the risk of those people never coming back. Agreed. Agreed. Because if YouTube didn't have streaming, then what you're saying would be completely correct. And it's how Doc got big, Ninja, Tim, like all these people got big by creating content on other platforms to circumvent the lack of discoverability on Twitch, right? Yep. This is a move that actively and continuously hurts Twitch. Because now... If let's say that Ninja, who's back on Twitch, he actually decides that he wants to, whatever. <laughs> if let's say instead of spending ten hours on Twitch, he's spending five hours on Twitch and five hours on YouTube. All it takes is one hour on the YouTube scale for Twitch to be losing. Agreed, agreed. And I understand that definitely it is eventually a net negative. But there will also be people from YouTube. I guess I'm trying to see the value of the crossover of why would you go to Twitch if you were on YouTube. And the only reason I would think you would do that is there's a larger audience on Twitch. Where you might get somebody that was streaming on YouTube that is now also going to stream on Twitch because they're allowed to. So this is a thing in sales, right? Where a lot of people will work sales jobs with a higher commission split but a worse infrastructure around them right Mm -hmm. so oh i work at a place where i get 90 percent of my commission yeah well 90 percent of zero deals is zero right you'd you'd much rather what i would and like work at a place where you have a 40 percent split but you do 100 deals a month what i mean by that is you would much rather, like you're saying it's because of the discoverability. Well, guess what? Uh, the viewership, the, the potential viewership, the potential for greatness. Yeah, well, guess what? If no one's finding your stream, there's no viewers anyway. But if you make a stream on YouTube and then you cut up that stream into, here, the best war, like, I am shocked that a game like Elden Ring doesn't have a bigger community on YouTube because there are so many uh, Fextra Life, Vadi, Rage Game, like all these people, top best uh, weapons in Elden Ring, ba 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 ba. That is a stream. Hey guys, welcome to my six hour stream where I'm going to be showing you in action the best weapons in Elden Ring. And then you have somebody who is a little bit proficient at Final Cut or Premiere and they chop that into a video and now I've SEO'd that video in a way that says best arcane Elden Ring weapons. That's what brings people in. They find my stream while I'm streaming. This is the death whale of a company saying, we, yes, take it. Yeah. I I do agree that this is very streamer-friendly. It's not necessarily advantageous for Twitch. And I think at the end of the day, that is what I took out of this. What is Twitch? A platform. No, it's a company. That's fair. Right? It's also, it's not a non-profit, right? Nope. Twitch isn't here to save the whales. It's here to turn a profit. This actively hampers their ability to turn a profit. Which is only like could like name another company that has given a concession like this to its user base Be, for no other reason than vocal outcry. 
Um, off the top of my head, I can't really think of a lot. But it would basically be like if all of a sudden Sony was like, yeah, Xbox exclusive or Sony exclusive. Nah, they're on Xbox now. Correct. O- only that has a financial gain. This doesn't. Yeah. This has a right. net negative. It makes no sense, I think. And, and I, I see you put a couple of articles here. I think we're seeing the consolidation. I think within five years, all major game streamers are on YouTube. Yeah, you're saying within a year, Twitch is dead. I don't believe that. Yes. There's no shot. It's got 75% on the market. It, does, it doesn't go from 75 to 7. Like, YouTube is barely above Facebook. Like, Facebook is closer to YouTube than YouTube is Twitch. By, like, a lot. So why do this then? Again, again, the, you, like no company who, if they were so far in the lead, ever says, yeah, we'll take our foot off the gas. I was going to say, this is a very take your foot off the gas, like move. And there has to be something we're not seeing. And if we're not seeing it, drop it in the comments. You tell me why Twitch did this, because you know better than I do, because you're a Twitch streamer and you watch our channel. However... I do want to touch on another change that Twitch made uh, recently. That is, while this is getting a lot of public, yo, we're cool with this from Twitch streamers. This next one, Twitch is removing the host mode feature and everyone is upset. Uh, and for people that don't know, I had to look up what host mode was because it's I like really you just... broadcast on my channel, right? Yes. But I don't understand how this was ever a thing because i'm putting i'm making my people watch your stream but they're not in your community so they have no interaction with your chat well again and i don't want to be such the contrarian thing here right like successful streamers on twitch usually all fit into like you don't see Doc most of the time. He's 80-20 Battle Royales, right? Mm-hmm. You don't see... There's this guy... The only reason I use Twitch is because there's one guy. His name's Jesus. Here's Toast. He's a pro Bloodborne streamer. He has several Bloodborne speedrun world records, right? If I went to his page and he was hosting somebody who did a Dark Souls speedrun, I'd be like, oh, okay, cool, right? I don't think he would be like, oh... Here's my buddy who streams Fall Guys. He wouldn't do that, right? I don't really see streamers giving exposure or connecting with other creators on a platform like that. Like, they're very insular gaming communities on Twitch, I feel like. I, I get that, but why have this... Like, I don't understand the value for the consumer with... Or, like... I just don't understand why this was ever a thing to begin with. Because what is the benefit? It's just giving people that can't stream. Like, you're not streaming, and you want people to be watching your channel. So you're going to stream somebody else, but you're not giving any them any of the revenue? I think they get it. I'm not 100% sure, but I think there's a rev split that happens there. Okay. But I don't know. I, I'm okay with this going away, and it might just be because I don't fully understand it. But this one has people very, very hot and bothered. And it's just 
they are not about removing this. And I just don't understand. I guess if it was like, like for example, I'm using Apex as an example. I watch Imperial Hal every once in a while. He has two other teammates that he plays Apex. I would understand that he would like host a thing where you're watching his other teammate while they're not playing together. But like, I'm hoping they're similar, but like Loki, I don't watch Imperial Hal's teammates because he's entertaining. So why would I, even though they're professional streamers, like they, they have a great following, they do very well on Twitch, but why would I go to someone's channel to watch somebody else's content? Just go to their content. I think you get a lot of crossover, like Doc hangs out with Tim, hangs out with Nick, hangs out with Ninja. Like the, it's a lot of crossover. I get it, but I feel like what Twitch is trying to avoid is people making money on Twitch while they're not playing. Hmm. Because Ninja can stream for twenty four hours a day by hosting this person, and for example, this person gets a thousand views. Ninja gets a million. Mm-hmm. A million views are now going to that person that isn't going to maintain that, and you have to pay someone now two people based on a million views instead of paying the person that's the actual draw to play it. So you're Has paying this... for Ninja's product, but not getting Ninja's product. It's a bit of a sticky wicket, as they yeah. say. That I don't like. I I don't like the host mode as a business move for Twitch. I understand why people, like, obviously would like that to stay. I'm sure Ninja would like to make revenue while not playing, while not actually streaming. But at the same time, no such thing as a free lunch. And you can't just make money on nothing. Fair enough. So as we round this out here, Matt... What's your what's your what's your final thoughts on Twitch? You think it makes it through 23? I think it's going to make it through 2023 and then in 2024 you're going to see a revamp. What does that revamp look like? You're going to see some type of Amazon social networking in Twitch. You're going to see a social it's either going to be one of two things. And I don't think number two is very likely. They're going to build their own infrastructure for some type of social media network, or they're going to buy Discord. And they're going to put Discord into Twitch. And that's how they're going to figure out some type of searchability. And that if you're going to want to use... I understand that like Discord doesn't do it, like doesn't do the search, like doesn't achieve searchability, but... Amazon at the end of 2024 will have searchability whether or not they buy something or integrate it themselves. I think Twitch doesn't make it through 23. There's no way that Amazon is going to let something like this die. Listen, man, there was no way anyone was going to buy Activision, and I ate my hat on that. I literally called it. Well, buckle up, Buttercup. You're about to eat a Twitch-colored hat. But let us know down below what you think about all this Twitch hubbub. Do you like it? Do you hate it? Is it going to survive the year? Whatever you think, let us know down below. Keep it right. Keep it tight. Keep it amazing. And remember, as always, happy gaming.